Hey mama, how's it going? Today I'm going to share with you some of the things that I have been learning and felt inspired by. And I hope that as you implement these thoughts and these mindset tools into your life, it will help you in your motherhood, in your life, and in your marriage. We're going to talk a little bit about marriage today. Thank you for joining. Thank you for sharing. Let's jump into it. Hi, I'm Jocelyn, host of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast. I help pregnant women and mothers to find positivity in their season of life through changing their thoughts to work for them and not against them. I help mothers find the small, doable steps in thought and action without making drastic changes to their everyday mom life. And I can help you. Thanks for joining. So on this podcast, I usually focus on pregnancy and motherhood. I focus on mindset tips and tricks that I have learned during pregnancy and in motherhood to, to help you and to, that I have learned that I desire to share with you. Because God has put it on my heart that the things I have learned need to be shared. But sometimes we get wrapped up in pregnancy and motherhood that we forget about our marriage. And I don't want you to forget about your marriage. Your marriage actually is the top of all of your family. And it should be right up there, right next to God. God and then marriage. Your marriage should probably even come before your children. Now, you still have an obligation to take care of your children, but you also have an obligation to help your husband. That's what we signed up for when we got married, is to be a helpmeet. The scriptures even talk about the first marriage of Eve and Adam, Eve being a helpmeet. And our marriage, like I've just had it on my mind and in my heart lately, how important our marriage is. How important our marriage is for us and also for our children. If you've listened to this podcast over the last few months, you know that I have really kind of been on a love kick and how important love is. I have never read the book, The Five Love Languages, (laughs) until this month. And I've been pick I picked up that book and I've been reading it and There are so many things I am finding in that book that are inspiring me when it comes to love. Love is powerful, but love is also a choice. When I finish the book, I will do a like a a book um, review on the podcast. I think that will be fun because this book is full of so many good things that I think can help us in our motherhood and in our marriage. And in that book, towards the beginning, which is where I'm at, he talks frequently about how love is a choice. Love is a choice that we make on a daily basis. So I want you to think about that. Think about the choices you're making when it comes to love in your marriage. What choices are you making to help support, to feed, to nourish that love that really should we should be feeding and we want to feed because we want and we plan for our marriages to last. We want our marriages to 
be the meat of our life. How are you choosing that love? So there are a few things that I have learned over the years. We also did get married in February, and so I always tend to think about love in February. And here are a few things that I have learned in our almost 11 years of marriage. Touch is important. And I know sometimes when you're pregnant or sometimes when you've been coddled and mauled by children all day, touch can be a little hard at times. Um, That's a whole other podcast episode of how to work through that. But touching your husband, like holding his arm or holding his hand or touching his leg as you sit next to each other when you're on your phones at night or watching TV at night or driving in the car. Sometimes we just get so focused on the things that we have to take care of, like the house and the children and our jobs, and, and he gets focused on his stuff that we forget that our marriage needs food. We've got to feed it, and one simple way to feed it is just simply by touching your husband. Sit next to him instead of sitting apart from him or away from him. Touch his leg or hold his hand when you're driving in the car. Sit by him in church and hold hands. But touch, just simple touch, I have found, is is bonding. And as you do these little things each day, it builds up. I've done a podcast on this before, but if you do these little things the other way, like you don't touch and you don't feed the love, it begins to die and it's harder to fill. So we as moms, though, we want to feed our marriage. It is so important. Anyway, the next tip or question that I have had to learn to ask myself, and I don't always remember to do this, but when I do, I can find it. It actually does help my mindset. Sometimes I can get annoyed by small things like being late or him handling things a little bit more differently with the children than I would or what have you, stuff like that can can get under my skin. And I can't remember if I read this in a book or heard it in a podcast, but the question was, will this really matter in five years? Like, will this be a defining moment that you really are going to need in five years? And thinking about that question made me realize how petty a lot of my no- annoyances were with my husband. And I was like, why am I getting so upset over this? This is kind of dumb (laughs) in reality. It's not something that is going to help or serve and it really won't matter in five years. So why am I getting my panties in a wad about this? So that question actually has helped me to like when I'm going through the thought processes of why I'm so upset and angry about a petty thing, this helps me realize I am upset over something that is kind of petty What else is going on in my life and in my thoughts? What needs do I need met that aren't being need that aren't being met? And I try and get to a little deeper of what my actual issue might be. Usually it's not an issue with my spouse. Usually it's an issue within me that I need to work out or that I need to discuss with him to help me work it out. But slowing it down with that question and realizing, you know what, this probably won't even really matter in five years. Let go of some stress, Jocelyn. <laughs> Let go of some anxiety over this issue and just chill. 
like sometimes I do need to take a chill pill. I can get a little bit uptight. And so that question has been one that has really helped me in my marriage not to get so upset over little things and hold resentment. And that's another thing I want to talk about is don't hold resentment. I know that sometimes this is easier said than done. Actually, most times it can be easier said than done. But as you let go of resentment, as you communicate through what you need and your issues and through how you feel like he should have handled a situation or why that bothered you, I feel like you can become closer together. You can learn more of what each other needs and wants and desires and their perception of life. So do your best to to not hold resentment. And the next one is to think about your words. Words are so powerful. Words can build or break down. And with our words, we want to have kindness because we want to build. Do you have kind words when it comes to your husband? Do you speak kind words to those around you about your husband? Do you think kind thoughts and thoughts of gratitude towards your husband? Or are they a little bit more on the annoyance and frustrated and stressed out and discouraged and disappointed side about your husband? If it is, take some time to think about why. Why are you feeling those feelings? Is it something that maybe you could tweak in your mind? Or is it something you need to talk to him about? Communication is also a good thing. Communication is good in marriage. Communication can help you to understand each other and your perceptions. Sometimes I find out that what Isaac means and what I think he means are two different things, like even like way two different things. And sometimes we have to talk it out to where we get to be like where we're under we're on the same page and where I'm actually understanding what he really means, not what he's saying. Um, so pay attention to those words, pay attention to the words you use with others and the words you use in your mind. And if there needs to be some improvement, do it. A thought is just a thought and a thought can be changed. You have the agency and the power to choose the thoughts that you are thinking towards your marriage and towards your husband. And it's not going to be easy and it's not going to happen all at once. But little by little, as you begin to notice the negative thoughts and as you begin to replace them with positive thoughts or mindset tips or questions, it can build your marriage up to where you feel more unified and you feel more whole. I am so grateful for my marriage and I'm so grateful that Isaac and I have been intentional at trying to grow it. There was a time where it just was a little, it wasn't rocky, but it wasn't great. Like we were just kind of living together and I didn't want that. I didn't want to just live together. I wanted to live happily ever after, full of love. Love is a choice. Choose to love. Don't beat yourself up if you feel like you're not where you want to be when it comes to feeding and nourishing your love. Little by little, you can do the next step. Whatever comes to your mind or has come to your mind during this podcast as a way to show love to your husband, I want you to act on it. 
I want you to act on that and choose love. Feed and nourish that love and your future self, your future marriage, your marriage into the future is how I meant to word that. (laughs) Well, thank you because you will feel deep and profound love for your spouse. You got this, Mama. I am cheering for you. I am rooting for you. And I want to do this with you. I have a Facebook page called Positivity and Motherhood. If you want to find that, I post these episodes there and sometimes extra thoughts that I have concerning motherhood and in this week or this month in marriage. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Positive in Pregnancy and Motherhood podcast, for listening, for sharing, and most of all, for applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you in a positive pregnancy in losing that stubborn baby weight and becoming the mom you desire to be through taking small steps in thought and action to reach your goals. If you are a mother who has an inner desire to enjoy motherhood and pregnancy better, but you are having difficulty figuring it out, I can help you. I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday mom life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.